0: Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is February 10th, 2020. I am the Moral Majority, and this is Queer All Year. What's up? Welcome back to Queer All Year. This is Kat Jones, and I am joined as ever by my bro and sound engineer, Mick G.
1: We're the Floral Majority. Ooh,
0: Floral Majority. I like that better than the Moral Majority, except I am officially calling myself the Moral Majority, so everybody's got to listen to me for morality, and that could be dangerous. Anyway, uh, if you would like to see me imposing my morals on people, you can go like our Facebook page, Queer All Year, where I probably won't force my morals on anybody. Maybe I'll force them on the group, the Queer All Year fam. In the Facebook groups, where again I I'm not I'm not a very forceful person. Maybe I'll try. I won't try. That'd be mean. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at queer all year pod, where I also won't be forcing anything. And if you would like to help us out a ton, you can subscribe to our podcast on whatever podcatcher you use, and give us a rating and preferably include a review with your rating so that the algorithms pick it up and decide that like nobody's a Russian bot or something who's giving a queer all year podcast positive reviews or something. That Apple is strange. Anyway, if you would like to be an awesome supporter of the show and help us keep going, being the moral majority, the real one, the one that matters and is actually moral and cool, you can hit up our Patreon and you will get awesome stuff in return for being an awesome supporter. Like at the level, the $1 tier, you get bloopers and guess what? You also get a ringtone now. McGee made a ringtone of our theme song. I have it on my phone. It's awesome. So that's at the $1 tier. $1 tier, you get bloopers and a ringtone. I don't know if there'll be other ringtones in the future cuz that's a lot. It's a lot of work for him. But we have the best ringtone right now. At the $5 tier, you get just basically insanity, just me stream of consciousness with but you know, historical information and stuff. I have enough right now to just like riff on Jerry Falwell, and then do another riff on Anita Bryant, which I keep saying I'm gonna do, and I just never feel like I have enough research. So, those are gonna hit Patreon pretty soon, I think, once I gather all the resources. Right now, we have a Downton Abbey one, a um, history of LGBT laws in Britain. There's something else out there, I don't remember. There's amazing stuff, it's awesome, it's gonna be just flooded with stuff. You can go out and check out. There are other tiers out there too where you can get cool stuff. I don't remember what's on any of them, but I know they get increasingly awesome as you go up. Speaking of increasingly awesome, um, and by increasingly awesome, I mean just horrible and terrible. um, We are going to talk about the moral majority now, which I assume you might have figured out from me being insane this whole time and talking about just nothing but moral majority. If you don't know what, the Moral Majority is then, um, like I said before, I, I I envy your little sweet summer child life. Oh my gosh, I I wish I didn't have to tell you about this, but um, it's Jerry Falwell again. That's like two days in a row, isn't it? So woot! Um, the Moral Majority was a hate group, and that's what I'm gonna call it because I mean I haven't checked with the Southern Poverty Poverty Law Center or anything, but. Um, I am now the moral majority and I declared a hate group. I'm taking it back. That one was a hate group. I am a love group. Anyway, to aim to shame and humiliate anyone who wasn't a conservative Christian extremist. Um, they apparently did want, like, a lot of times this, these type of groups are, um, Protestant and, um, tend to discriminate against, you know, other religions, but, Apparently, they did want Catholics and Jews and, like, I can't remember. There were a couple other religions and various politicians. They wanted all of those groups to be part of this because I guess they are all considered moral. And so they should be in the moral majority. But really, it just ended up being, like, um, evangelical Christians because everyone else is like that. You... I don't think you guys are moral at all, so I don't know. But, yeah. So, if you remember yesterday, uh, Jerry Falwell was the cumquat who called Tinky Winky gay and said the gays did 9-11. So, Tinky Winky did 9-11. A equals B equals C. Um, they were pro-life. They tried to insert biblical morality into legislation. They campaigned for classroom prayer. Uh, they campaigned for, quote, family values, which really doesn't mean anything it's a very broad term uh and also quote free enterprise which um means something weird to them and then they were also uh very staunchly israel i'm not sure what they i i couldn't really figure out their stance on israel but it was pro i think but they didn't they don't really explain much of anything um The things they were against uh, was the gay agenda, um, which today on my gay agenda is um, a few more of these episodes and uh, maybe three energy drinks and uh, take the dog for a walk and then um, be gay on Facebook, I guess. Uh, They're also against pornography, which is... uh, And they're also against sex education, uh, which I feel like it's a dangerous combination, against pornography and against... education is going to be anyway, and they were also against communism so you have gay agenda pornography sex education and then you have communism um and like one of these things is not necessarily like the others i think uh so on this day in 1981 they declared that they had set aside three million dollars to put up advertisements across san francisco and they wanted these ads to create public outrage at the gays and public condemnation of the gay lifestyle and persuade queer people to decide to be straight. Because that is a decision. And we're, we're making bad decisions, y'all. It's bad. We have to stop. Go be moral with the majority. This is ridiculous. Uh, so Dean Wyckoff, who at the time was a spokesman for Moral Majority, said... This is going to be fun. Quote, I agree with capital punishment, and I believe homosexuality is one of those that could be coupled with murder and other sins. Unquote. So that person considers that sentence they just said to be moral, and that the majority would agree with it. That... So... Yeah, okay, so we're just... We're just killing people for just... Sins now. Okay, okay, fine. So as you can probably tell, the moral majority was obviously neither more neither, neither 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 moral nor a majority. The majority of people would be like, whoa, no, I'm backing off of that sentence. Maybe I was on board, we're gone. Uh the good news is that uh by nineteen eighty-nine their donors had dried up so badly and support for their cause had died out so much that the organization went away. had to disband. Yay. And Jerry Falwell pretended it was all planned, though. He said, our goal has been achieved. The religious right is solidly in place and religious conservatives in America are now in for the duration. Yeah, and unfortunately he was right. So the moral majority is considered the beginning of the religious, lo- religious right in America and uh, the movement to force Christianity upon the entire country. And um, we are obviously still fighting that. Religion is fine. As long as you're not putting it into a, a country where the Constitution just don't do it. Okay. So that sucks. Anyway. Um, but what doesn't suck is that we have a, a new uh, little segment to try out, you guys. So, nope. Y'all. Haha, <laughs> Taking that tally. So, y'all. Here is Mick G with a little segment that
1: we're trying. Hey guys, this is your audio engineer, Ryan McGee. Thanks for joining me on A Little Segment. Today we're talking about the Chattanooga Choo Choo. It's a song by Glenn Miller that um, on this day, it was the first song to go gold ever. And at the time, a gold album was a million albums sold for some reason. You know, today that would be platinum. But uh, maybe they hadn't discovered platinum at the time. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But some people today would consider that the first jazz record to go platinum, which you get into arguments there because a lot of people consider Miles Davis' Kind of Blue to be the first platinum jazz album, which is, in my opinion, that's right. To me, Glenn Miller's not necessarily jazz but it's fun music for a wartime population that wanted to forget the terrors that were going on. And he wrote a lot of great music, the music of a generation. So with that, I'm going to end a little segment by saying, Chattanooga choo-choo, won't you choo-choo me home?
0: Alright, and now I'm taking you back from that fun little thing with McGee, and I am, like, dumping you back in the sludge of history. This is not super sludge, it's okay. Uh, We are talking about Reagan! Except, um, tangentially. So, in 1984, Reagan, in his Infinite Needing a Good Kick in the Nuts... Decided to announce that he was nominating Dr. Reverend B. Sam Hart to the Civil Rights Commission, and civil rights activists across the country all looked at each other and went, "Huh?" Because this guy was like a a nobody when it came to working for civil rights in any way or form or means. It, it was just not on the radar. They, I don't, I don't even know how Reagan found this guy. Was, he nothing no civil right he even in interviews before this he had been very careful not to mention civil rights or his stance on civil rights in any way and now he's nominated and the dog is very angry about it yeah to love that guy oh the dog the dog is the newest character we're gonna bark every time anyway so all anyone knew was that this dr reverend b sam hart uh was a black evangelical preacher who owned a religious radio station, opposed the Equal Rights Amendment, pretty openly declared his opposition to busing to integrate schools, and dismissed gay rights as a civil rights cause. Uh, He declared that the government shouldn't force citizens to do anything they didn't want to do, which is kind of stupid because I'm pretty sure queer citizens didn't want to be forced to go to jail and segregated people didn't want to be forced to stay segregated. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Uh, homosexuality, in his opinion, wasn't a civil rights issue because minorities and females didn't, didn't get to choose their race or sex. But homosexuals, quote, chose their way of life and must accept its consequences, which is government forcing citizens to... I'm um, done. Anyway, so people who actually cared about civil rights... Screamed at Reagan nonstop so loudly that he uh, rescinded his nomination on February 13th. And he was like, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. And everyone was like, Yeah, you did. And mostly what I take away from this is that Reagan is an idiot. And uh, I would like to be a doctor reverend of something. That sounds like fun, but I'm a dudist priest and a doctor priest. Doctor priest, Cat Jones. Priest doctor? No, priest doesn't work. I want to be doctor reverend Cat Jones. Dr. Reverend Spinmaster. Speaking of spin, I'm going to spin this podcast in a little bit of a tangent. Because every time I see Dr. B. Sam Hart's name, it makes me think of the podcast Broken Hearts. Because it's spelled the same way, H-A-R-T. And if you have listened to that podcast, then you know... About how angry that last name makes me feel now. Anyway, um, I don't know if if you all know about the um the the Hart family. It was a very, um, very not widely known, but um, t- it's just a terrible tragedy. And um, there's it's also kind of it is relevant to us because it was a family with two mothers of a bunch of foster children. And um, and it was just terrible. They decided to drive off a cliff with all of their kids. The thing is horrible. So I just you know spoiler for the podcast. But another thing is that their son Devante was the kid in that photo of the kid hugging the policeman and crying at the at a like a Black Lives Matter rally. Like that photo. That's so iconic. That that is just like it embodies so much of everything and and it came out that he was like having to sneak out of the house to get himself and his siblings food and then his mom drugged his mom and drove the whole family off a cliff and they haven't found his body which i still am i choose to believe he's still alive somewhere like they have not found his body. Devonte is alive until they find his body because it's just, I can't take it. I highly recommend that podcast and I also recommend not, I just recommend not listening to it and just looking up the story, but the podcast is so good and it will destroy you and it, I don't, it's an important story. And so now that I've bummed us all out, um, let's take the Chattanooga Choo Choo to the part where I tell you guys, you all, Tally, how much I love you, how awesome you are, how you are an important part of history, no matter what you do, and once again, we love